Guys, come on, two days in a row. I got this, I got this. Just had to change the phone, I'm so excited. Okay, let this be a reminder, everybody listening to our podcast, remember, success is never overnight, okay? Yes, I know you read sometimes about people, whoa, overnight, okay, we're talking about the majority of the people. Success is in repetition. The more you repeat, the more you gain confidence, the more you gain confidence, the more you will succeed. So remember, 400 hours later of podcast, could never figure out how to reach in the application Podbeam at the same time we're going live on Facebook, right? And I keep looking at all our podcasts and I'm always doing this, like it's so sexy. (laughs) Coming, anyways. So I'm quite excited. The solution was simply a new phone, a faster, quicker phone. Never the person behind the phone, right, Melanie? (laughs) Guys, I'm so excited today. Like secretly, I'm going to tell you something. My name is Maria Mariano, 40 years in multi-level marketing business, 35 years married to Mohammed. And I'm going to tell you something. Listen to this. I was preparing this podcast and I said, who should I be sending it to that I work with that are so-called leaders? And maybe they should be listening to this podcast. And seeing that Marie-Pierre confirmed to me there is no way to send something to somebody incognito via email. So, Monique, I'm not going to send it to anybody. But maybe tag some leaders you know that should listen to it. Okay. Chapter 8 of uh, um, Leaders Eat Last with Simon Sinek. So, remember, if you're joining our podcast for the very first time, it's simple. I had committed to reading one book a month. And I kept writing that in my list to do, in my list to do. It's not happening. And I know the key to make things happen. It's to be accountable. So then we looked, I looked at my life and I said, okay, how can I be accountable? So I will, I will do what I've been writing on my list to do. Read one inspirational book per month and take notes and be able to deliver it. Well, Lord and behold, when it clarity enters your mind, of exactly what you need to do, then you get what we call creative imagination going. And that's when Melanie Miller, I had this aha moment, why not a podcast? Okay, so the podcast was not intended for popularity or whatever, it was just intended so I, I, very egotistical, I could be accountable and therefore, right Dorothy, I had no choice to read every single day, take notes, and deliver the merchandise. Then what happened was, okay, but it's hard to keep the momentum when you're alone. So I began looking for a very committed team. And we tried many, many players for over a year. Were they able to commit 5 a.m. every morning to get together, read, and you know, whatnot. So we lost a few players, but then the team that stuck more than a year, which was Jean-Philippe, Marie-Pierre, and Sabrina, became officially the takeoff of the podcast. Now, what I'm telling you here is all about leadership. It started with me, 
And then it's having the right people around you. And when it came to uh, the podcast, I said, you know, we're, we, we need an element. So we have Marie-Pierre with a master's. You have me with, you know, zero university. And I completed my triangle with Melanie Miller because she has a doctorate's degree. So, and, and okay, everybody here that I can see on Zoom, isn't she impactful, my friends? You know, like we're here and we're all going, ah, oh, you know, just when she starts with that beautiful English accent. Oh my God. In fact, she doesn't have an accent. We do, okay? Especially me. Anyways, that being said, getting the podcast ready today, I said that in itself, having put together the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, is what leadership is about. So people will gravitate to you when it's clear what you want and when you're ready to serve people. So how about making money out of the podcast? How much money are we making, Melanie? Marie-Pierre, zero. And when you're ready to be a leader with zero pay, that is the beginning of true leadership, okay? Leadership is not, you don't become a leader so you can make money. You are a leader and the money is the consequence of the leadership. Anyways, we'll dive more into that subject later on. Why we have leaders? Why do we have them? As Simon would put it, <clears throat> as much as it, is, as it is popular to say we are all equal and we would like to believe we are all equal, the truth is we're not. And we can't be all equal. You know, we need somebody to pick up the garbage. We need somebody to cook. We need somebody to clean. Like we can't all lead and there'd be no followers, right? I mean, it just wouldn't work. Simon says we need a social hierarchy. I'm hoping I'm saying it properly in English to avoid the constant battle for food. Anyways, she has a beautiful story. She's going to share it with you. But I think of the movie Mad Max when I read this. I think of the movie Mad Max. And that's anybody watch the movie or knows about the movie Mad Max? That's what the world would be like. It's chaos where everybody's killing everybody, Melissa. And only the strong survive, right? With a hierarchy, instead, we voluntarily step back and allow the higher status individual to serve themselves. Who better to explain it scientifically than Dr. Melanie Miller? So, Melanie, my friend, thank you. I know you will explain to us that it comes with a price, and it's this price that our current society often forgets to pay. Okay, so I hope you have pens and papers. Lean in and take notes. And if you have any leaders, that shouldn't be a leader. Maybe you can do tag, 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 share, share, share. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'll stop talking. Take it away, Melanie. Open the mic. <laughs> I thought I'd opened it. Sorry. Good morning, everybody. Um, the hunters returned victorious. After a long day of tracking, a journey that took them miles from home, they were able to kill a deer big enough to feed everyone. Upon their return, many of the tribe rushed in to congratulate them and take the carcass to be prepared for the feast that would soon come. But there was a problem. Everyone was hungry and anxious to eat. When living in populations of about 100 to 150 people, as our ancestors did, clearly the whole tribe couldn't rush in and just grab food. Chaos would ensue. 
So who gets to eat first? Fortunately, the social chemicals inside our bodies direct our behavior to solve this problem too. And as Maria says, no matter what we like to think, all men and women are not equal in society. A society as such as that would not be able to exist. Tribes with returning, who returned with the Eid, they couldn't all pile in at once. If they did that, the only ones that would get to eat were the big bruisers. Mother Nature wants our species to survive, and so it is important that all body and mind types have a chance. A hierarchical system exists with human beings, but not just with us. You only have to see a lion, uh, a lion's pride, or a, um, a group of monkeys. There's definitely an alpha male, and they, that's how hierarchy in its simplicity works. They actually are the leaders, they get the best mates, um, and they have lots of privileges. So thanks to serotonin, the people who feel the deference from other people, their status rises and they feel good about it. And the people serving them because of serotonin, they feel good about it too. And that is how hierarchy works. As well as first choice in meat, they would get first choice in mate. Everyone else would get to eat eventually, and they're always happy to do that because they, they were um, happy to give the privileges to their leaders. Everywhere you look in society, there are leaders. There are strong leaders, there are weak leaders. The tribes are now what we call companies. Some have a strong sense of belonging and some do not. The origin of hierarchy originates from that need to survive and to eat. And society accepts that alphas will have some advantages. Senior people in companies have bigger offices, they have better cars, they have a parking space. And celebrities, they get tables in a restaurant that nobody else can book for up to a year. The President of the United States gets everything and everyone is okay with that. In fact, it is seen as an honor to do things for him. Even in so-called equal societies like Russia, like Korea, their leaders are still um, given privileges way and above the regular, the regular people. They have cars, they have bodyguards, they have the best food. So everywhere in society, our leaders are rewarded with privileges. Getting recognition from our leaders gives us a burst of serotonin. So we feel our status and our confidence rise. Most people are in the process of trying to increase their status. They want to have their accomplishments displayed. They want to be worthy of the respect of others. They display status symbols like 
a Mercedes car symbol, a BMW symbol. They want to have the best bags, Chanel. They want to have in the running world the best shoes. So they're going to everywhere they go. You recognize people for the status they have in their particular category. Some try to emulate this status by using knockoffs. And, uh, you know, they, they, they have the appearance of the societal leaders, but inside they know they're cheating. They know that this is not real. And, and you know, status cannot be cheated. It's biological and um, it has to be earned. Material goods make help to rise status, but they are not the thing that drives it. That can only come from human interaction. People have status, but so do companies. We can all think of the best companies. I mean, Tupperware is a company that is known for its quality, for its plastic safety. It has a status in the world of containers. There are rankings for companies too, and the rankings are based on success, the Fortune 1000 list. But what is important to understand is that advantages for leaders, advantages for companies even, they don't come for free. They come with a steep price. They come with a sacrifice. There we expect from our leaders to protect us, to serve us, to make sure we're okay, to be the first to rush into danger. We are happy for them to have all the perks if we can rely on them. We can rely on them. And society hates nothing more than a cheetah leader. Workers hate a leader who takes the money and, and perks but does nothing to protect them he might even end up forcing them to have no job he sacrifices them for his best interest it is when people have status and money seemingly for no reason whether it's inherited whether they won it in the lotto whether they um uh are actually um a celebrity because they did something amazing for one week. Like those people are not respected. And uh, they being a leader requires you to, to have the, the form of sacrifice. If it was announced, for example, that Nelson Mandela and Mary Teresa would get um, $150 million bonus this year, everyone would say, that's great, I would love that. Why? Because they have already sacrificed themselves. They've already shown that their best thing to do is to serve people. They looked after their people. They made their sacrifices for the good of others. Um, Nelson Mandela went to prison to further his cause. In those situations, everyone loves the leader. The alphas are people who earn their rewards through personal sacrifices. 
We have an example of an amazing alpha leader in our MLM. Maria is someone who leads us and sacrifices for us. You may ask, what does she sacrifice? She has lots of money. She has nice cars from Tupperware. She sacrifices all the time and most of it is time. Time to prepare things for us, mentoring us, our future leaders, going into bat for us when there's a problem with corporate, leading us to be a company in success and not going backward as many of the Tupperware companies are. She has time away from her family or going um, and she doesn't go out hiking for a day. The higher up the hierarchy, the more sacrifice you give. Consider being the leader of a country. Do you th really think that they have all the perks and no sacrifice? They have no privacy. Their personal life disappears. They have to be available 24 seven and they have to make decisions every single day big decisions. Sometimes people in so-called alpha positions are encouraged to give more. So our celebrities are often encouraged to give more to charity, to give more um, in donations, but actually to give time to be seen to sacrifice so that they are worthy of their alpha status. True leadership is the choice to serve others with or without any formal rank. Some of the best leaders are doing that at the bottom of any organization. Rank does not mean you are a good leader. We have all experienced those who are not. Leaders will look after everyone around them. They have our trust. It is a biological reaction to the belief that they have our best interest at heart. How many times have you been in situations where you wonder, does that person have my best interest at heart or do they have their own? They earn our trust as they rise and serve and protect. When it matters, leaders eat last. And I'm gonna leave it there and uh, hand over to Marie-Pierre, who's going to give us a little more, um, I guess, technical help when determining if we're leaders. Thank you, Melanie. Yes, today it's a Friday morning, so we will do some uh, activities together. So we will play together. I found a test for you to see where are you now for your leadership. So where are you for your your type of leadership? Because there's a few leadership style that you can have. And yes, we want to achieve to have a good mix of leadership so we can be able to lead in a variety of situations and with a variety of different people. So I have a 20 question for you this morning. So you can answer from one to 10. 10 being absolutely, <laughs> I strongly agree. And, and zero is uh, I strongly disagree. So, Maria, will you play with me? Yes. Yes. Let's okay. play. <laughs> so, let's start. So, yes, the 20 question is to see what sort of leader you are. So, number one. 
from 1 to 10, 10 being I strongly agree, I enjoy seeing my team achieve. 10. I'm checking <laughs> Melanie, okay? At the same time, if you disagree, give me your hands like this, okay, Mel? Okay. <laughs> Number two, I like to set out a clear vision for the future. 10. Melanie? Okay. She's my teacher. <laughs> Number three, I can usually find solution to problems. 10. <laughs> Number four, I set high standard for my team. 10. <laughs> Number five. Marie-Pierre, especially when I give my Thursday and Friday night speeches, it, you know, they either quit right after my speech or they say, yes, I want this. Right, Dorothy? It's one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. I believe team work best when everyone is involved in making decisions. Ten. Uh, but, uh, mm. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Uh, okay, they've got to be qualified to help me make a decision. If they're not qualified, they're not in my inner circle. Is that a better answer, Melanie? Yeah, okay. Yeah. You define the everyone. It's okay. <laughs> Number six, I draw on the skills in my team to get things done. Ten. Melanie? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm always checking her head. Okay. Number seven, I expect the best from those around me. Ten. Number eight, I like to make sure that everyone understands where we're going. Ten. Number nine, I make a real effort to ensure that everyone in my team is happy. Uh, everyone that matters, ten. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm being truthful. <laughs> Did you see how I'm able to fix her test to fit my needs? Mm-hmm. Every time. <laughs> okay, number 10. I expect my team to take responsibility for their own work. A hundred. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> number 11. I pride myself on getting things done. 10. Number 12, I think that people should be allowed to try things out and make mistakes in order to learn. A hundred. Because <laughs> you, you can't learn. If you don't make mistakes, you can't learn. So I'm very good at making 10, 20 mistakes a day. Sometimes my husband says, don't you think you made enough mistakes today? I said, I haven't won yet, so I'm going to keep going. I love it. <laughs> Number 13, I believe in taking people with me, not just telling, telling them what to do. 10. Oops. Clap. <laughs> Clap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number 14, I like to be involved in setting the direction of travel. Uh, travel, what do you mean? Going on a trip? The direction of your company. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Melanie, I go, no, I don't organize the trips. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Annie. <laughs> Annie does that. <laughs> Number 15, it's always worth putting time in develop people skills. Oh, my God. If you guys invest all your time in there, 
life will be so easy. One of the reasons we are successful right now, Marie-Pierre and Melanie, is because we have invested in the development of our people. Oh, 10, 100, 1,000. There you go. <laughs> Number 16, I am strongly driven to succeed in life. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? Either I succeed or I die trying, period. Melissa, <laughs> a uh, uh, million for Maria. <laughs> Number 17, I keep working after the last person left. Oh, my God. You have no idea. If you put in eight hours, I'll put in 20. <laughs> Number 18, I accept feedback. Absolutely. From the right people. <laughs> like, like, again, you know, <laughs> from the right people. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to stop <laughs> it there because it's a slippery, slippery slope where I'm going here. <laughs> Number 19, I, I hear the proper help. You know what? With maturity, yes. Sometimes you try to save money, but that will only cost you more money. And number 20, I keep learning every day about leadership. Yes, thank you, Melanie. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. Thank you, the podcast. Thank you, the team. Thank you, everyone, for pretending at least to listen. <laughs> okay, so I think you have a score of 250, Maria. <laughs> so you are an accomplished leader. Woohoo! So you understand the mix of the leadership style so you can, uh, yes, lead in different situations and with a variety of different people. So if your score is between one and a hundred, now you know that there's some style of leadership that you need to develop. If you are between 101 and 200, now you know that you have at least half of the style of leadership that you already understand and you can use it every day. So now you can develop the next half so you can be an accomplished leader. So that's for the test. I will drop the test on the group if you want to print it or if you want to just send it to someone so you can do this test again and again and again. And I want to come back with the what Melanie just talked about with the time and money. And I did some research this morning to understand a little bit better about eating less is repaid with loyalty and hard work. And I found... An, an interview with Simon Sinek that wrote the book and he talked about exactly that. So the uh, money, time and loyalty. So I will read uh, how he, he respond to the question. So he say, as human being, we put in much, much higher regard to those who give us the time over those who give us their money. So I give you an example. What if I told you that before our conversation, I logged on and gave a thousand dollars to charity. What would you think of me? You would think, oh, good for you. But what if I told you that last Saturday I went and spent half of the day and I painted the schools in the inner city? You would think, nice, cool, I should do more. Yet the value of my labor was worth a lot less than a thousand dollars. $1,000 could pay many more people to paint many more schools. But as human being, you naturally thought higher of me because I am giving of 
I'm giving uh, of my giving of my time than the giving of my money. In other words, uh, that's how we react. So when people give us their time and their energy, we reward them with love and loyalty. When they give us their money, the loyalty we may give, I wouldn't call it loyalty. I would say it's temporary until somebody gives us more. Oh, you have, you have to give me more to get more out of me. So these are transactions. So our key component of leadership is the person who is willing to give up their times and energy for the good of others. So loyalty and perks will come with a lot of responsibility. And we know that it's all worth it when you know uh, how much you can help others around you. Oh my God, drop the mic. Marie-Pierre, drop the mic. Melanie Miller, absolutely, absolutely loved it. And I love Trish, she wrote in the comments, I have a few bosses I have worked with that I would love to send the test. Honestly, guys, this is your opportunity to tag everyone that you think should, should take the test. Anyways, in closing, I said, what am I going to close with? So this is what, what we found. Okay, eat last as a leader. We get angry about huge severance payments of many executives. Why? Because they took the money but did not offer any protection in return. That's why we're pissed, right? There's no other reason. Fame and financial wealth should be a byproduct of alpha status and not a way to achieve it. And I hope everybody understands this. You don't become financially wealthy uh, because you know, you're working. No, it's, it's because you are of service to people and the result is, right? Leadership is the choice to serve others with or without any formal rank. So what was very touching for me yesterday, and I want to share this with you, we had a lot of our directors come to our studio this week because we gave a, we made a fantastic promotion for our only, only Lydia Ma directors. So I have this picture with Vanessa, one of my directors, and she posted it and she tagged me in it. Now, because she tagged me in it, I saw her, the comments of that tag. And one of the comments was, oh my God, you know, Mrs. Mariano. I met her at Costco. She, she doesn't even know how much she changed my life. And it really, really touched me because who you see me here on the podcast, for those that work with me, I'm exactly the same person at work. And those that are part of my friends and family, you know I'm exactly the same person as your friend and as your family. And if you've ever shopped with me, you'll know I'm exactly the same person because I am a leader. And I do what I have to do in my leadership role, whether I get paid or not. So that comment from somebody that took me a while to remember, I said, oh yes, Max. I said, oh my God, look at how we impact people. So leadership is not from nine to five. Leadership is not from nine to 10. When you choose to be a leader, it's 24 seven. It's 24 seven all the time, even when you're on holidays. And that's why it's not for everybody. This is why it's not for everybody. Those who want to enjoy leaders perks without fulfilling the obligation, obligations are by definition, weak leaders. So if you're leaning in, write it down. So imagine how many Tupperware directors we promote that don't want to fulfill the obligation. Then they're weak leaders. And then they wonder why they're not successful. I can say that. I'm, I'm saying it about my own company. 
up to you to fill in the rest of the blanks. True leaders are the ones who raise, rise through the ranks because they fulfill their obligation and the tribe offers them this higher status. Like right now, Melanie Miller, she's being the quarterback of our business, our multi-level marketing for Anglos and the Francos. Because again, Melanie, yesterday your name came up and, and somebody said, I, I, I'm motivated by Melanie Miller. Then, of course, your tribe is going to offer you a higher status than, and that equates to more sales, more salary, whatever it may be. Leaders do well for their tribes in hard times because their people willingly commit to see them and their tribe and their company grow strong. Remember COVID 2020, how we all came together? They came together, I'm telling you right now, because I had served them for years and years and years and years. And when I told them we we're going to have a meeting Saturday morning at 8 o'clock a.m., they were there. And when we said we we're going to have training at 8 a.m. in the morning on Sunday and it lasted until 2, they were there. They were sleeping, but they were there. Like nobody dropped the, nobody dropped the, what do you say, the, the bucket or whatever you want to call it. I'm trying to figure out the expression. So leadership is definitely a choice to serve others with or without the formal rank. So something to think about and ask yourself, what do you truly desire? And are you willing to pay the price? Because if the answer is yes, you will achieve higher and higher status. But remember, the higher the leadership, the less the privileges. So you want a lot of privileges, you can go on welfare and you have all the privileges in the world. But the, remember, great wealth comes great responsibility and zero privileges. So when everybody's sleeping, ask Marie-Pierre, I'm working. It's a whole other world. So a lot of food for thought today. Thank you for joining us for my Anglos. Be ready for the speech tonight. I am on fire. Love you guys. Bye-bye, everyone. Tag your people, the weak leaders, tag them. <laughs>